Shit. The, 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 the slap in the face is one of my friends. Like, I got my first donation from our website alert. I'm like, holy shit. My buddy texts me like, I just donated $5 so you can get better internet. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Did you say, can you make it monthly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be a recurring $5 donation. <laughs> about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And there's no Roberto Dan's PDL. Dan's still on a delay. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, Roberto's uh, in the middle of a Texas deep freeze and lost power, supposedly. Yeah, I call bullshit on that. I'm in the same city as he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're joined by the former uh, fourth dram and goal Texas dudes. What up? Yep. Whole new names, whole new show, whole new identity. We're not hiding from anybody, we promise. Yeah, only our ex-wives. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, we are uh, joining the show. Thanks, for guys, for the, uh, the invite for the crossover episode. I'm Cole. We've got Steven here with us. Um, we're starting a new podcast um, called uh, Two Dads No Clue. Uh, really a podcast about drinking, thinking, and uh, fatherhood. So I had to look at that real quick to remember what our podcast is about. Um, but the whole idea is just like we're two dads taking a break, giving our perspective on like, historical events, um, anything of note, um, and really kind of you know trying to make our content relevant for today's dad. So appreciate you guys having us on. Nice. Shameless plug there. Um. <laughs> my my so, biggest yeah, concern, I mean, uh, my biggest bone ahead. to pick is that I don't have uh, my stickers for an actual podcast anymore. I have a fourth dram sticker, and there's no such thing as fourth dram. I mean, we're still keeping it going; like it's still going to be there. So technically, it's still a thing. But hey, I mean, I got to reinvest in the marketing material, so I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> yeah. on it. Give me some time. Yeah, yeah. it turns out the country doesn't care too much about a podcast where they give sports scores from two weeks before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or the fact that uh, players can make the injured list and then be off the injured list by the time that our episodes got released. Uh, I feel like that's so a direct yeah, shot was, at me, man. Come on now. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Trust me, if you had a partner that had a little bit that could even maybe work like Google Drive a little better, we'd probably have a better thing going. Uh, but no, so we we started brainstorming. We were like, dad stuff is like all year round, and you could always like give advice on that. And usually, we're always pretty shitty dads, so uh, we we like to share that with people anyway. When you say pretty <laughs> shitty dads, it means pretty shitty and dads. We're not bad dads. We're just pretty yeah. shitty. In the- <laughs> We're dads as well. Yeah. As well as being fathers. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Saturday and Sunday and Monday through Friday are for, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so we're, we are coming up on the Super Bowl. Um, so we did want to get your guys' takes on that. Um, I didn't do my research, and I don't even know who's in it. So I'll leave. There's no way. <laughs> guys wow. Start. <laughs> You're the one that wow. Come on now. Come on, Jake. I know. Come on, I'll, I'll I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> so I'll, I'll save you the time. It's the Chiefs and the Bengals. I mean, I'm sorry. Nope, not even. <laughs> <laughs> not just shitty and dead. <laughs> wrong most of the time too. Uh, Chiefs and the Eagles. I apologize. I there you got go. it. There okay. you go. First time it would one be... mother has birthed two kids to be on both teams. It would oh, be yeah, way better if it was the Bengals than the Chiefs. I have no Chief, interest in the, the Chiefs Super Bowl and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. E- either way, if the Bengals were in the Super Bowl, I'd be happy. Uh, why? Why? I I don't like any of the any of the teams in the Super Bowl this year. Like last year, I wanted either the Rams or the Bengals but, to win. This year, I give two shits. But why the affinity for the Bengals and not the Chiefs? Like, yeah, what, what's your why? what's your what's your bone to pick there? They're way more fun team yeah. to watch. I, I think I think they're young, they're fun. They were shit two years ago, and now they're in back to or they were in back to back championship games. 
What are we talking about? The Bengals or the Chiefs here? Bengals. Bengals. Chiefs have been good for way too long. <laughs> no, they haven't. They dropped off this after is... the last Super Bowl win. This is this is a comeback story. Come on. Come on. Oh. It's the Andy Reid Bowl. Who it really is. Andy <laughs> Reid. All right. So I better matchup. I invite him on our father's show because I think he would be everybody's lovable father. Well, I mean, didn't he have know, a kid kill himself though? DWI and yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah. Well, <laughs> this just took a dark turn. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't know if he killed himself, right? He just got a DWI and then did some damage to people. No, that was his other son. Oh, oh, okay. So it's both. Got it. Okay, <laughs> that makes it better. Talk about talk about not doing your research before the show. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Dan just drove this one off a cliff. <laughs> Usually my forte. Um. Well, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this is why we don't get invited to other podcasts, Cole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so who do you guys have? See, you can go I'm a tech guy, so it's, it's, it's Mahomes. It's got to be But... It's hard to not like Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's a hard thing to not root for that guy. So I won't be like devastated. I just it's it goes back because the Texans are such a shitty team, and I always have to do the same thing. I hope for a good game. Um, I Reed getting a little revenge against Philly, even though I don't think he, him and a Philly cheesesteak are just perfect for each other. Um, yeah, just a good game. Look more forward to the spread. Maybe a little buffalo dip. Maybe a couple T-bones. Um, but, yeah, that's that's all I want. All right, so for me, it's the Eagles. Like, I just It doesn't really matter who wins because I just want to keep the Texas quarterback uh, streak going for you know, Super Bowl wins. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, you got all the Eagles. I had, like, two dudes on their team that drove me to the uh, fantasy football championship, so I've got to – you know, I've got to hold it down for the Eagles, even though I was raised a Cowboys fan, which just sounds sacrilegious, but, you know, fuck it. Aren't Eagles fans, like, big-time pieces of shit, though? I mean, <laughs> sorry, Philly. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, they're really No one in Philly listens Reese to us. Falls, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got to be pretty similar to Chicago fans, right? I mean, well, in I the mean, ballpark. Chicago fans are pretty civil. Um, except when one of their own players calls them racist, <laughs> then Got all it. bets are off. <laughs> I mean, was he wrong? I mean, <laughs> I, okay. So, so there's, there's a question for you, right? A little bit off the Super Bowl, but if you rack and stacked like worst, you know, the worst fan base in, in NFL football, all the way down, like who would be your top three? Like Rowdy, hmm. Cantankerous. Assholes. Uh, number one would Philly? definitely be Packers fans. <laughs> I would, I would, I would. Fuck agree. you both. I'd say Philly, Texas Tech fans. No, 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 no. NFL, NFL, horrible. NFL. Nobody cares about Tech right now. Um, well, I'm just saying. You said the worst fans on my list. On the uh, NFL, uh, NFL teams. Philly Cowboy has to be number one, right? Yeah, I think Philly would be number one. Right. Um, just from and the what, stuff. What are did. Who are LA LA fans? I don't. Nobody knows who they are anymore. Like they don't even know who they are. Uh, they don't know if they're Chargers or Rams fans. Um, I would say old Oakland fans would be up there. Yeah, oh, old yeah, Oakland. Definitely. No, I, no? I, I disagree. I disagree with that. New I don't Oakland? Think they're the. I know. I don't think they're the. I think they're some of the best fans. You just don't want to fight them whatsoever well that's what i think we're talking about here like if you're a philly fan and you're in philly you're fine same with being an oakland fan but you don't want to be on the opposing sideline or in a different color maybe i heard philly fans like threw dead dogs back to the police when they won the stanley (laughs) cup in the 70s like i I, I don't that's a different that's a different ball game there but like like canine police like yeah like like the dogs that they sent in to break up the celebration so was that back? Was that to, not that, alive? That's a that's a different kind of police brutality, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I want to throw out that Bears fans yeah. could be up there though, and this goes back to 
years ago, Deadspin always used to write an article for every team of why your team will suck this year. And they just just destroy every team. And at the end, they would have a comment section where fans got to say why their team sucks. And I'll never forget the one for the Bears. It was a guy's like, a guy's like, we finally went to up to Lambeau to watch a Packers-Bears game this year. After taking some good-natured ribbing from their fans, they gave us beer from their cooler and brats from the grill. Or from the grill. Later that year, we were at the game at Soldier Field. My buddy called a 12-year-old girl wearing an Aaron Rodgers jersey a cunt. We're not good people. <laughs> I'm not even laughing at the story at this point. I'm just laughing at like these random pauses. That are I, I want yeah, you it. keep breaking up hard on our end. <laughs> I know. And the story was... It sounded like a great awesome. story. Yes. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, I went up to Lambeau. 12-year-old, 12-year-old girl, girl in the parking lot. And then pause. I think it was a great story. It'll, it'll sound good in the actual episode. <laughs> it'll come through. <laughs> Jake's a real producer. I'm just a hack. So <laughs> yeah. We'll make it work. Anytime Steven touches his mic, I'm like, stop fucking touching your mic. <laughs> My God, that was Roberto early on. Like every episode, he would hit his mic with his hand. That's okay. We've been doing 56, 57 episodes, and he still does it, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, going back to the Super Bowl picks, I, I'm going to root for the Eagles. Um, I think the Chiefs – I mean, I'll be happy either one wins. I mean, hopefully one of them wins. Um, but uh, – I do, I do want to see what the Eagles do to um, Philly after after they win. Because I mean, did you guys see the video of you know climbing the grease poles and falling through the bus shelter, mm. like classic <laughs> shit? Like I just want to see some police car police cars burning, like looking like you know, <laughs> like Seattle 2020, 2021 type thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Portland or wherever the fuck it was. Like that'll be great. Let's do after that. winning. Yeah. After winning. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I fucking love this team. Let's burn this mother down. Like, that kind of shit. That's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, yeah. It'll be good. What about you guys? Who are you pulling for? Jake, you didn't, uh, you didn't win. I'm, I'm pulling for a prop bet. I want to do an over-under on electric car commercials. Because last oh. year it seemed like it was a pretty good year, and I think they're going to top it this year. So I think I'm going to take the over 10. Over 10. Yeah. So you think of all the Super Bowl commercials, there's going to be at least 10. Yeah, at least 10 are going to be for electric cars. I will take an over-under on the um, on the Jesus commercials, because I have an inside knowledge on that. <laughs> they're going to have Tim Tebow commercials on repeat? No, no. Apparently there's some like organization, <laughs> like, I don't know, some Christian coalition. I just find this interesting as a fact. Um, they're spending $100 million for two Super Bowl episodes or commercials. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. and it's going to be like... Uh, so Tuesday. <laughs> okay, so two things that actually matter. Um, I would like... That's an interesting fact. That I always like, my favorite is the Gatorade bath. That's the that's the best oh, one. What's it going to uh, be? Oh, what, what color, color is it? Red, yeah. Orange, blue. Well, I think purple. it depends on which team wins. Thank you. Uh, but still, I mean, the fact, like, okay, so the San Francisco, Kansas City year, yeah, you're leaning towards red, but you never know when a team's going to throw in that just I'm going to go blue. Orange Gatorade. Blue. I'll it, bet you blue on that. It seems like it's orange a lot, isn't it? Did yeah, you say classic orange? Isn't yellow the classic? I mean, yeah, but nobody wants to be drenched in piss. Lemon lime. Lemon lime. It's lemon lime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. I would say, but when it comes to my preference, orange has always been. I just think like if you have confidence in winning, like don't douse me in a yellow or what yellow liquid. Like I'm gonna kind of yeah, put the brakes on that. Good. It doesn't look great. I <laughs> yeah, mean, to each their own. But golden showers are not my thing. So it's it's. <laughs> you you would take it there. You would take it there. Hey, I don't discriminate. I just tell you I don't like that. All right. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> You went from Jesus speech to golden showers. <laughs> it's up to you to make the connection. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, well, uh, let's talk about your guys' new show. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we just uh, finished recording our first search episode. I am in the midst of, you know, uh, chopping and screwing it, uh, figuring out exactly what beats we're going to throw over. Um, but uh, we we actually talked about um, marathons, oddly enough. Like, go figure. Hmm. Um, I did a half back in uh, December. I'm doing another half in March. My wife's doing a full. Uh, Steven's training for his first fuller half. I'm not sure if he's made a decision. Um, and there you go, man. Just wing it. Um, and you know, like kind of like the challenges of fatherhood and like trying to figure out exactly how do you balance having a kid, having a wife, supporting your family, being there for them, running a podcast and finding enough time on like at least once a week to run 10 plus miles, which depending how slow you are, could take two hours. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's a battle, man. Like my wife's running traveling or training for a marathon and Friday tomorrow, yeah, Friday, she'll be running for like three and a half hours. I'm like, Cool. I guess I'll see you Saturday. I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a work in progress. Progress. I showed. So I made the mistake of like listening to the wrong people that day to prep for it. You know, I had I had like Rogan on, and he had like Jordan Patterson as his guest, and I only understood like ninety percent of the words that that man says. <laughs> so like, I went into our podcast with like the mentality of smoker jacket, sophisticated history. And my, my wife heard the rough draft and she was like, okay, if you're going to go up to your room and play games for an hour on this podcast thing, I need you to not sound like an asshole and be yourself. <laughs> so it's actually, it's actually worth the time that you're away from <laughs> your family. Uh, so yeah, she did have some uh, constructive criticism, but it, yeah, it's, it's a change of pace. You know, you want to you want to channel the inner Scott Van Pelt when you do the sports show and everything, but I think it's just more natural because we are dads, and we do. I'm like, damn man, did you I'm tired? I'm beat. Work's kicking my ass, but yet we did this with the boys, and and it just kind of it's just natural to talk about. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah, and we kind of fold in like some of the historical references about like how the marathon started, like. Pedophiles or whatever his name in that ran the marathon from Marathon to uh, Athens. And, you know, how King Charles II or some shit just randomly said, oh, you know, the Olympics are in England this year. We're going to make it 26.2 miles because I want to start at Windsor Castle and I want to put my fat ass on the lawn and see everybody start. Like, <laughs> historical fact. Did not know that before you go into it. So just little anecdotes so like that. It's, it's uh, the distance is totally arbitrary. The what? Yeah, the distance. It was roughly 20 miles from Marathon to Athens when he ran it. Um, original to tell that you know the Greeks had beat the uh, help me out, Stephen uh, Persians, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you know the whole "We Are Sparta" thing. And here I am just recanting our last episode. But yeah, no, it was <laughs> it was like 21 point something, 23, 25, and then there was like oh, now it's 26.2. So. Random nuggets. I will tell you. It's always interesting when random British kings just make decisions and we're stuck with it forever. America. I I feel like we're going through that right now. So, Um, (laughs) 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 we will have stickers. Yeah, stickers coming soon. Except the problem is like, so the logo was a work in progress. Cole sent me the first couple of rough drafts and like the first couple ones, it looked like I, just say I don't it. Know, it. Just say like, it. Uh, he made me look like I don't know Ellen DeGeneres on the first <laughs> one or something. And, A slightly browner <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, yes. And he like he had this big burly beard, which I'm like, okay, so now you're a Viking and I get to look like I don't know. Like this, so he had like was, this deep U neck shirt on. Yes. Yes. I had like a shoulder pad shirt on. It was very weird. It was pretty very ambiguous. It, it, it took like three days just to get through that. Um, and then he said I was being picky, but funny. He looked like a great Viking. Well, I will tell you, mine was an out of the box shape. Like if you see our logo, it's kind of like cartoon esque silhouettes of us. Um, if you've used Canva uh, or Canva, however the hell you say it before, like you yeah, can yeah. you can kind of pop it together. Um, and that's what I used, but there wasn't someone that looked like him. So, you know, um, first world problems. Yeah. What is that yeah. supposed to mean? 
<laughs> that they didn't have like you know broad shoulders and a deep V and a uh, you know high and tight uh, with the comb over haircut. I don't know what what do you want me to say to that? <laughs> so yeah, so eventually our our logo just looks like he looks like Andrew Santino and I look like a washed up version of like the situation as cartoon <laughs> figures. I mean, it's pretty um, accurate. <laughs> but we uh, we threw it together and. Uh, I don't have anything. There's. I don't have anything against it, but we are not a couple. We are not two dads. Judges, <laughs> uh, so I want to throw that out there. It's one dad and his asexual friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's that. That is the beginning of two dads. No clue. So far. yeah, and we had to figure out the name for it. We kept you know kicking it around and naturally like. Um, you know, two bears, one cave. I think is naturally an inspiration for us, but uh, we want to keep. Obviously, we have a different vibe. They are an inspiration. I mean, could have done a, two. It's a couple dudes, you know. <clears throat> two dudes, one cup. Yeah, I mean, not, I, not gonna was, lie, that one was in there. <laughs> that one. Yeah. That was a. We did not let that deter us from the goal. We uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we knew that that was gonna be a comparison, and you never know. You never yeah. know. But it's, it's going to allow us our, our content to be not so structured, a little more free-flowing. I think that's something we really liked about y'all's podcast. Obviously, you're a whiskey and bourbon podcast, and we're not going to take that away from us. But I think Stephen and I's point, like, we get to, like, we like sipping on coffee every once in a while. Like, um, you know, it's not always mm-hmm. going to be the uh, the best world's breaking review, and there's so many good podcasts doing that out there. Like, we want to kind of start to carve our own niche uh, within the industry, so... Sure. That's, yeah, yeah, I started uh, dabbling in the athletic wine world, which apparently is a big thing right now. Yeah. What the hell uh, is that? Uh, is that like barefoot wine? Yeah, what is that? Uh, so you walk into your local Kroger, and they have a they have Fit Vine. They have um, yeah, that's actually the only one I remember. Oh, what about that shit. weird uh, seltzer you drank the other day? The dad one? Yeah, yeah. How was that? Oh, have y'all had... I'm running. you got to look low carb, all right? Don't judge. Um, happy dad. Happy dad? Have y'all tried that one? No. No. Okay. Don't. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. You're good. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've done a little bit of the high noons lately. Those just give you a really, okay, really yeah. good buzz pretty quick and... I get to pretend I'm Dave Portnoy for a little bit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, we just – we're like – there's there's a lot of great podcasts about whiskey, such as y'all's. And uh, we found ourselves talking about useless things like French press coffee and pour-overs that we're like, eh. Hey, those aren't useless, all right? <laughs> I didn't have power this morning. I'm glad I had my French press, all right? So come at me. <laughs> And who convinced you to get a French press? I'm just you did. Saying. I stole it from my father. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, Dad, what is this in the closet? From my father, but <laughs> did we have to go there, Stephen? Really? <laughs> uh, what about y'all? What um, what new shit have you all been covering in your podcast? I've seen your stuff pop up. Listen to a couple. Sounds like you guys have had yeah, some uh, pretty good adventures. <clears throat> yeah, Dan, you want to take that one? Does everybody know yeah, about your um, job? <laughs> yeah, we, we did a podcast. Uh, uh, we, I think I mentioned that we we did a couple episodes on Whiskey Acres. We, I'm working there now. Um, we did a big trip down to Kentucky uh, earlier in the year with a bunch bunch of friends. There's, what, eight or, eight or ten of us down there. Um, hit up seven uh, yeah. distilleries. Me and a friend um, in a, uh, went down early. We hit up Castle and Keys. We did eight uh, total. Um but yeah, just just living the life. Uh, Jake took some uh, took a Knob Creek barrel pick down to Tahiti. Uh, I did uh, some trekking in Slovenia and took a bunch of little bottles. Uh, inter- introduced a bunch of people to uh, some whiskey on my vacation. Yeah, so been been fun. Um, it's gonna be. We're trying to figure out our new podcast style. Besides me trying to get a long ass bottle of whiskey at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Besides me having to get a long ass so Ethernet your, cable uh, to get to my computer. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh man, what? Uh, so, like, what's one anecdote from your trip down to Kentucky that you didn't share on your podcast previously that you could share with us? Oh, um, hmm. 
it's a good one. Um, I well, so I don't think Roberto's we talked about how remote. Was, um, oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go that one. Go that one. Go that one. That's <laughs> so right. Uh, Roberto's birthday was uh, the week before, I think. Um, it was either the week before or the week after. Um, so we got him. Uh, we wanted to get him a gift basket. Uh, so we bought a cheap sombrero and packed it full of stuff. <laughs> Dirty. And got him a piñata. <laughs> and uh, in the in the hat, we got him some like uh, chicharrones and a michelada cup, and uh, um, I think a couple dos equis. <laughs> and then uh, Dan's Dan shoves some immigration papers in it. So. <laughs> Steven, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> well, the I the, everything was fine, but you really, really offended me when you said Dos Equis. That was the Steven's more of a Pacifico guy. The line, no, throw yeah. some Tecate or some Pacifico, and everything's fine. But that Dos Equis, the papers Dude, I could use. My only, we, my only serious. regret about the basket he was, so was that about the Michelada. <laughs> After a whole day of drinking whiskey, he just like couldn't wait to get into the Michelada. That's awesome. That's great. That the other thing that was cool about that trip we didn't really talk about, the house we stayed at, to get to it, you had to drive through a creek. There was the road was just the road and then there was a creek Sorry, and you had again. to drive again, through the dude. creek. Turn your camera off and try it again. He's all. So I think I, think I know where he's going. Uh, so we rented a, um, was it, I think it was a Verbo house. It was out in the middle of like the country near uh, Versailles. And it was like this huge cabin. It was, it was awesome. Um, so like we got to hang out, you know, like in this big like living room every night. Um, we had a grill, so we grilled up food, uh, both nights. I think we made tacos the first night for Roberto's birthday and then, uh, did burgers the second night. Um, had plenty of, uh, mixing or fixings to make some old fashions both nights. So it was a good time. Jesus. That's freaking awesome. Cole, we can't even coordinate a trip to freaking Austin. Like, (laughs) we suck. Dude, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, that's not, that's not an inaccurate statement. And the last time we got together, I went out to Houston, and we went to uh, St. Arnold's. St. Arnold's. Mm-hmm. And I took, uh, you know those chairs? You know, it's like all like rocky out, like those sitting areas. You know what I'm talking about, Jake? Damn. It's called yeah, caliche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's like the rocks. But anyway, you know, they got those metal chairs out there, um, and they've got like you know the holes in the bottom, right? And they typically have the rubber feet, but after they've been used a little while, rubber feet get gone and shit like that. So we're sitting there, and... Uh, we uh, we're sitting there, and like my wife's sitting next to me, and she like gets up to help the kids go to the bathroom or something like that. And I'll let Stephen kind of correct me on this, but she was like, "Get out of my way!" And then he, I did the what'd you call it, the classic uh, a fat man scoot. Yeah, the fat man scoot, like <laughs> where you kind of pick it up and like hop it a little bit. But I didn't, I didn't <laughs> hop forward. I hopped backwards right onto my wife's like uh, middle finger toe. Oh. And like oh, cut the nail off of her toe bed, and oh. it was like squirting blood everywhere. <laughs> it was, it was, it was horrible. Um, oh, it was bad. <clears throat> but my wife's a champ. Like she's got a high pain tolerance, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And then uh, you know we're getting napkins and like trying to stop the bleeding. <laughs> we had like a waiter well, who I swear f- to God was high. Like, <laughs> oh, he was for sure. But and the funny thing is, like, so when this happened, Cole jumps up. And does the uh, instantly has the oh shit look because I messed up on my face, and then he takes off. My wife is all she's been gone. She's actually went into panic mode and was like being helpful, going to get somebody like water. So they take off, and it's just me and Cole's wife there, and I'm literally looking at her like with the kids, just sitting around like (laughs) yeah. And I I said there's nothing I can say right now that's gonna make you feel better, so (laughs) I'm just gonna sit here. and she just gave me the look of death, like, yeah, you're right, but you're still an asshole. <laughs> yeah. 
just throw a quick yeah. prayer up. And, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of shrugged my shoulders. Like, yeah. Well, they're already doing all the work. So. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and drink my beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, do you take a drink of beer? Oh, yeah. We still drink. Oh, yeah. I had to after I saw that. I mean, her foot was bleeding like, everywhere. I needed I something know. to calm me down. Yeah. <laughs> so then we we get her like bandaged up and stuff. I have a, like a first aid kit. Got her all bandaged up. I'm like, you know, we're 45 minutes away from Stephen's house where we're staying. Um, and I'm like, hey, all right, we'll still head back. And she's like, no, we still have one more brewery to go to. And I was like, okay. And so we went over to Buffalo Bayou. <laughs> and I think they had like, what they have to drink? Because she doesn't drink beer. Something else. I don't know. And she was like, like a uh, like a frosé or like something. Like a wine. Yeah, it was like a it wine frosé or something. It was like a wine cooler type, like <laughs> yeah. a, a daiquiri type deal yeah, that they do. Yeah. In she pounded. She pounded like four of those, and we had lunch, and then we went back, and it was it was a fucking yeah. great trip. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she she handled that way better than like when Cole's like kids don't finish their food and it makes things <laughs> awkward by screaming at them at the table. Damn, uh, dude. Getting real. I thought you were going to say, like, when I hurt myself and I act like a baby back bitch all the time. But, yeah. That's what yeah. And then, so they get to my house. We get stuck, of course, in Houston traffic. An accident happens within the two-minute window that they're ahead of us. And we get stuck. When we walk into my house, she's taking shots of vodka. He has, like, a little medical kit in his hand with, like, little pliers. And we know what's about to go down. Like, <laughs> God, it's like an old West movie. Yes. (laughs) And like my kids look at me and I'm like, just go to your room. Uh, (laughs) Like he's getting ready to pull the toenail off. And we're like, okay, if that's what you want to do. And uh, needless to say, she was, she was a champ that she pulled it off herself. I I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I used to work in wound care, and I couldn't do it to her. I was like, I already oh my God. did too much damage today. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah, it was definitely like to see Tom Hanks hitting his tooth out and cast away all over again. Uh, oh, jeez. We, uh, we got through it, and that's why we're awesome dads. Yeah. Indubitably. Yeah. So, yeah, listen to our show for more fun anecdotes like that. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Um, all right, so I have another question for you. Uh, you did all eight um, I'm sure you guys listed them off in your previous episodes, but um, did you guys have a favorite? And if you were to go back, would you do all eight or would you do a different set? Yeah, Daniel. Real quick, am I back live now or no? No, yeah, you're beautiful. Okay, yeah. all right. I can see that Perfect. big black D right in the middle of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> um, now, I would say, so I, th- I think the one couple things we learned from that was six distilleries in two days is probably about the max you'd want to do. Uh, you wouldn't want to go and do three more another day. That's a lot. They all, they're all very similar, right? All the tours are going to go through the exact same steps. Um, well, I know we all, our favorite distillery, because it was the most different, even though we're not big fans of the actual, or the biggest fans of the distillery itself is Bardstown, but the tour yeah. and the facility is insane. Um, I want to go back again. I would definitely do six more distilleries in two days, uh, but six completely different ones. I don't think I'd go back to any of the ones we saw. Yeah, I mean, we left off some, like, huge names. Who'd you leave <clears> off? Uh, like, we didn't go to Makers or Wild Turkey. Oh, that's oh, man. the first one I was going to ask about. Uh, you did Buffalo, though, didn't you? My... Yeah, yeah S- we did do Buffalo. Sazerac was – it was nice and it's cool, but, I mean – Every place has different levels tours too, and we just went with a company that booked everything for us. They would get you on and off the bus at the right time. They would say, "Hey, I'm taking you here for lunch. You have this long to eat. Be back in the. You need to be back in the bus at this time. So you didn't have to think. You could just drink, um, which is the only way to do it. Yeah, um, that was nice. We did something, but they booked all the tours for us, so we didn't really have a ton of say. I mean, I think Roberto kind of said the ones he for sure wanted to hit. But Sazerac, the tour we did at Sazerac was fine, but it's just, I mean, there's there's Disneyland lines to get in some of this stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> best way to describe it is it's been, like, Disneyfied, where, like, mm. it's very curated, and it's very, yeah, it's like, there's, you know, like, uh, I mean, it wasn't, like, bad, because our tour guide was actually pretty knowledgeable and had, like, a lot of good information, um, but it's, like we're going to go through these things pretty fast. And like, 
there's not a whole lot of time to like linger and like check out like shit in the rick house and like you know stuff like that it's like okay we're gonna kind of squeeze you through as much as possible yeah. and then go to the tasting and get through the tasting pretty quickly you know so like it's uh it was definitely cooler to go to some of the smaller places like we went to james pepper and that was yeah. actually one of the cooler tours because it's super small um but they're everything they're making is excellent and like uh it's neat to see like the entire operation in like 10 minutes and then just like enjoy drinking <laughs> yeah mm. no, that's cool. um and like the we got to thieve there out of a barrel uh which was pretty fun um and we got didn't we get uh liquor straight out of the still there no they weren't still in that day um i thought they were they gave us white dog but it wasn't straight from the still okay that's what it was yeah nice yeah no, that's cool with the mom and pop ones like when we went to uh cole but denver yeah we went to denver went to laws laws whiskey house yeah oh, that's pretty nice. cool small shop um, did the pay for like the VIP White tour, dog, which right from the barrel. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I always like maintain like if you can like just do the fucking VIP tours they offer, like at any especially the local small distilleries because like yeah. Maverick here gives you a gives you a Glencairn. <laughs> you get to actually pull the nail from the barrel and let it pour right into the beaker. Like it's super cool. Get it all of your hands. Um, yeah, that's pretty neat. I, so I, you I guys like main, so what's in so Zazrak? What's in New Orleans and what's over there in Kentucky? What's well, it's Buffalo Trace in Kentucky. Okay, and, they, and it's this uh, Zazarek, what house that's in New Orleans? Yeah, so uh, I believe that they actually distill Zazarek in New Orleans. Okay. Um, and everything else, I think, is in Kentucky. Okay, cool. Because that's only, like, what, a six-hour... That's something that's been on the possible to-do list here. Maybe For you, it's like an hour and a half, it, two hours. To New Orleans, you're a little off there with our history, there, buddy. It's like it's a, that'd be it's geography, a, not history. Exactly what he, the Bears <laughs> fan said. Um, well, no, if you were, I I'm mean, a Packer fan. Don't don't put me in oh, that boat. I'm a bad. Packer fan. Sorry. There, okay, well then there goes my whole Justin Field question. Um, well, that's for talk, Jake. We can talk about your other quarterback who may or may not be there. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, dude, Cole, man, the ayahuasca will tell him what to do. Oh. The, I want to do me some ayahuasca. Anyway, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Cole, maybe we can coordinate that. We may not be able to go to, like, Amsterdam, but... Dude, uh, I mean, you can drive there. I'm going to fucking fly there, but okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, if you can get the VIP pass, and if you can get the... First Dude, I have, like, I have like $150,000, $200,000 Southwest oh, points, I travel dude. so much. <laughs> so just work, all right? <laughs> you're sipping on that fucking piss yellow haterade over there. Um... <laughs> It's the orange one. Thank you. Uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just, I was hoping you had gone to Makers because Makers, if if you had heard the R.I.P. for Tramagol, you definitely know that Makers was the go-to in the the, you know, that's the one distillery that I would like to get to and see if it is worth squeezing in because I'm sure there's just so many. You've got to put a game plan together. So, yeah. so are you a Makers Mark ambassador though? I would get a tattoo of Maker's Mark if I wasn't such a vag. You know, so, so I'm an ambassador, so I can go get a free. Amb- I can go get an ambassador's tour. It's dude, go on to Maker's Mark. Just Google Maker's Mark ambassador. You can sign up for free. You get a yearly Christmas gift. They put your name on a barrel. You can go down and see your barrel for a special tour or something. Like it's you it's just went above Cole on the best friends list. Just for giving me that information. <laughs> that is. That it's is not like it was that hard to pass it. him up. Oh. <laughs> well, after like seven years, you get to buy directly from your barrel, so you can get Whoa. single barrel direct from them. <clears throat> We're, I'm doing that. I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's good. It's free, so why not? Why not? There you go. That's why I love Maker's Mark even more. <laughs> so, question for you guys: Going through the the. the Going through the tours that you've gone through, obviously the local smaller distilleries you've been to, going to Kentucky, where are you shelling out 10, 12, 15 grand to buy a barrel from? Like, what's your pick? Ooh. Um, I'm sorry, did you say 10 to 12 grand? 
That's what a barrel co- barrel is going to cost you yeah. twelve grand if you're going to do a barrel pick. Well, I, Some I just more. was just making sure that he was just okay. VIP tickets, ten to twelve grand. I didn't say I was. <laughs> I didn't say I was. But talk about talking, starting a Patreon yeah, or something. That's a, <clears throat> that's a good question. I so we haven't been there. A distillery I like their product from that has a pretty easy to do barrel pick program is Old Elk. Um, and we did a bunch, we, we ran through a bunch of old, we did a couple episodes, like we did eight or 10 different old elk variations to pick our favorite. Um, they like, you can go on and just go to their website and pick, like sign up for a barrel pick. Um, that'd be a cool one. You got Greg Metzg running everything there for the, for the mash or for the alcohol. So, you know, it's going to be good shit. So yeah, I would say old elk. I mean, I, if I had to pick one in Kentucky, I'd pick heaven Hill. Okay. Um, but if I could pick anywhere, I'm going to be that guy and say MGP because <laughs> look at how much you have to choose from. Just started to <laughs> Ross and Squib. There you go. Or, Ross yeah, and Squib. Ross and Squib. MGP yeah. was way cooler name. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. What about, what about you guys? Cole, Cole, or so I guess the question, Cole, where did you buy your barrel from? I didn't buy a barrel. <laughs> Actually, I, I do have a whiskey barrel that I paid $35 for from Garrison Brothers, but it was empty. Um, but I was able to pour it on its side, and you actually get probably like, I don't know, a couple mm-hmm. quarts of uh, basically cowboy bourbon out of it. That was cool. Um, oh, nice. I would do that probably 15 times before I'd buy a barrel. <laughs> um, <laughs> or just go to Whiskey Cake, whatever. I, I mean, yeah, that too. That too. Um, yeah. Ross and Squibb, that's like the – I don't know if that's – that may be worse than the Indians going to the Guardians. No. <laughs> Maybe. That's pretty similar. Was MGP uh, racist? Uh, I think they were forced to take <laughs> – like, there's not even a joke that I want to go to with that. Uh, I'll say no because they make everybody happy. Yeah, we'll stick they, to that. Do they know? They make everybody happy, but bourbon snobs. They bourbon snobs. Yeah. They make not happy. Then I, I say the person's not a bourbon fan if they don't like MGP or Ross and Squibb. There's some, there's some good MGP stuff out. There's always really oh, a lot good of good MGP. MGP. I would argue that it's a liar. Yeah. You're a liar if you say MGP doesn't make good stuff. Yeah. No, I also Venus don't want to MGP right. Yeah, I also yeah. don't. Remus, but uh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Remus repeal is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> I also don't want to talk to anybody that calls it Ross and Squibb. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody that calls the Indians the Guardians. <laughs> well, uh, we might as well talk about the whiskey that we're drinking. Yeah, I'm uh, down. Dan, you want to start? Yeah. So because it's because they're suffering from cold weather down in Texas, I drink Texas whiskey to make them feel better. Um, going with Garrison Brothers, uh, Balmoria or Balmoria. I don't know how they pronounce it. It's weird. Um, Balmoria. It's a, it's a double barreled, uh, (laughs) it's double barreled. I was reading on it. So they don't put an age statement on here on the bottle, but it was two years in a Minnesota oak cask and then two years in a Kelvin Cooperage cask. Minnesota. Uh, So it'd be, uh, it'd be four years that way. It's 115 proof. It is like coffee-colored dark brown. It is a very, very dark, uh, dark-colored bourbon. It's I, I I I'll say two things about it. One, I really, really love this bourbon. Two, I don't think it's worth one hundred and seventy dollars. It's not. Is it? Is it close? It's it's. Ah, I, I'm starting to change. Like now that I've been working at a distillery, I kind of ah. taste a lot more stuff. Um, I mean, we, we, we have a day where we just, everyone brings in a bottle. We get to taste it. And there's so much good stuff from 40 to $70 now that even though this is good and it's, I mean, you're going to get heavy oak on it. Um, like almost like a nut, like a chestnut or, uh, it's got a nuttier smell to it. Same on the palate. It's, it's really good, but Yeah. No, you know I'm, what? I'm not, I, I smell nuts, Dan. guys. Keep, I smell nuts. I'll keep it serious, Dan. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, no, no. No, no. I, we, we can all giggle. I do the same I, thing. I, I, no. I just remember we listening have a to Dan talk about now. nuts and Cole's like losing it. I know. Cole's, <laughs> I like nuts and nuts flavored whiskey. No, I just <laughs> I just remember because I, I bought it what must have been what, 2018, 2017. But I just got like heavy, heavy. That was That was the original like candy the release of coal yeah 
that I, that we started comparing like it's like a candy syrup heavy heavy yeah. heat to it and that 170 was high but it was one of those that I was like eh, 140 150 I'm I'm I was digging it but you know I would I would say if this was around 125 I'd say it'd be a hell of a value for a great mm-hmm. bourbon but at 170 I think now it's even gone up to it's like 190 well, it's like 190 yeah 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 thanks Obama um <laughs> It's, it's around 190. <laughs> Definitely not worth it at 190. Um, I really want to know like the string that led from that comment to things Obama. Oh, yeah. well, and, it's, well. It's so it's inflation. Precious. Well, it's it's always Obama's fault, right? It's right. it's inflation, and we're gonna blame Biden, I guess, for inflation. And because of Obama, we have Biden. So yeah, there you go. And then the that's bear, the string I got the to. Thought process. Got, it. got it. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But no, it, it's I, I like it. I recommend drinking it. If if you're looking for a bourbon and you see it at 170, if you have the cash and really want to spend it, get it because um, it's good. But I don't think it's. I mean, there's so much other stuff that I could get for half the price that I think would taste just as so, good. It's it's not that it's a bad bourbon by any means. It's a great you know, bourbon. Perfect scenario for that one right there is you and the buddies are going out, mm-hmm. and you split it. That's the perfect yeah. scenario for that one. Yep. Or even whiskey will finish. Yeah. It's it's delicious, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to take anything away. I think I think the flavor of it's great. I, I the only knock on it I've had is the price is way too high. Um, but for especially for a four year old, right? Yeah. Um, but you are putting it in two two barrels, and barrels are crazy expensive. Cole, I, I it's okay. I see it. I see it. Like don't make bad jokes about four year olds now. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't say anything. You made you made the assumption. <laughs> Jesus. No, I for for a for a younger aged bourbon, it's it's very expensive. But at the same point, it's it's Texas. You get that crazy Texas heat. You get a lot of expansion and contraction of that barrel to get it in and out of the oak. And putting it in a second oak barrel, it makes sense. But uh, that's where the crazy dark color comes from. But I, 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 I think it's for a, this bourbon's for a special person, and it's someone that makes a decent amount of cash if they want to have it on their shelf. But otherwise, Stephen, like you said, if you if you're going out with on a trip with a couple guys, splitting it and having it, great great whiskey for that. Yeah. All right, who's next? I'll go. Hear about that benchmark. Oh. All right, so I'm drinking Benchmark Extra Strong, foolproof. Um, so this is, my understanding is a Buffalo Trace, because McAfee Brothers is a yes. yeah, Buffalo Trace bottle, right? Um, I'm not sure what the mash bill is on it, so you guys may have to tell me which family it comes from. But for 125 proof at like $16, $18 for 750 milliliter, I took this to my whiskey club last week, and we had, like, stag. Um, so, at 18 stag, I, or I, whatever, barrel-proof stag, uh, handy. We had, like, four roses and a few other ones. <clears throat> but we are doing, like, the sub-$20 bottles. Um, I've usually had really bad experiences with high-proof sub-$20 bottles. And to be honest with you, I've had the Benchmark 8 regular. It's fine. You know, you can pour it in a Coke, Dr. Pepper, whatever. You can drink it straight if you really want to. Um, and then I've also had the Benchmark single barrel, which I didn't care for. This, though, like, I don't know if it's the proof profile. It's just right on my alley because I tend to like 110 plus proof stuff. I, I really like it. And if you're talking about like 18 bucks for something that high proof, even if you put it in Coke or you drink it straight, like, talk about bang for your buck. Like, that's like right on my alley. So, um, you know, the, the smell is, it's not overly offensive, especially on the second dram. Um, and the taste profile is rich. It's oaky, it's sweet. Um, you know, it's got a little bit of like red candy going on as far as like red hots in the back of your mouth, but it doesn't like kill you. So I'm not mad at it ever. So yeah, that's my take. So it's I I believe it's Mash Bill One, which would be their low rye Mash Bill at Buffalo. Um, and when we were we went we were in Warehouse E, was it Jake? Um, yeah. Which is a seven story warehouse, and they just said the main difference was their cheaper stuff, aka probably Benchmark and H and Age they put on the top stores because bigger temperature variations up top. That makes sense. So you get it to age faster. But then what's weird is the master distiller at whiskey acres was talking. He's a big fan. He's, he searched out Weller CYPB this year and finally found it. Nice. 
And apparently a lot of the CYPBs the last couple of years have also been from the top floors of Warehouse E. I mean, I would recommend it. Like, if you guys are just looking for a little bit of variation, something different, like, find the foolproof. I mean, they have, they have like, top floor, which makes sense, what you're talking about. They have, like, single barrel. They have small batch. They have benchmark eight. Um, and they have foolproof. I just have this feeling that, I know it got a lot of hype when it first came out, but I feel like it's going to be that thing that you just can't find all the time. Like, as old granddad 114, you, ne- you don't see very often, at least here in Texas. Like, people are going to be looking for that high-proof, low-cost bottle. And I feel like this is going to fill a gap. Thanks. Me? Steven? You want me to go? Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Sure. Um, I have uh, Fit Vine uh, Carbonier Sauvignon. Um, I'm just kidding. I didn't bring that to the show. I say your, your, uh, your low-carb wine, you yeah, jag yeah. off. Hey, when I run that half marathon and they're sponsored on my back, we'll see. Maybe I can afford uh, Cole's VIP trips. Um, so, I so you know the scene from Yes Man where he continuously like walks by the guy that's trying to offer him like to go into the concert, and he finally accepts it and he gets all happy. Yeah. Very similar situation to me at Specs the other day. I continuously see the same guy. I always ignore him because uh, I I just know so much more than him. Um, and he's, and he's, he's always offering decent products, sometimes very shitty, but this last time walked in was actually going to go, uh, Cole was about to tell me to stop hitting my desk because I was about to do that. Um, I was going to walk in and just get some TX because that's kind of become a go-to since it was on Yellowstone and I wanted good five, good vibes for the first podcast show. She just picked up Weller 12. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Wellers, right? Um, and he was like, hey, you know what's a good one? And I was like, which one? What's it going to be today? Devil's River. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, he actually walked me over to Redwood Empire, Lost Monarch, $36 bottle, not bad. I've done a little reading. It's Sonoma County, California, but I think it sources is the whiskey from this place called uh what was it called rag and Ross tag and now squid. oh yes happy squid, squid. um <laughs> for retired uh along with the four tram and gold podcast mgp uh so yeah it's uh 45 percent 90 proof it's not bad i polished it off tonight i really you know aged at least three years of course um uh, it's it was pretty solid actually and I've actually, I think, Cole, had you had this one before? Yeah, I've had that one. I've been, I want to get the fucking cast strength, the black label ones, but yes, I have that. Oh, I, I heard the cast strength are really good. Really? Anything cast strength is good. <clears throat> Typically, is true, yeah. Too. Uh, but yeah, for 36 bucks, this was not bad. Would you I, buy it again? I enjoyed it. I would. I actually would. Um, and maybe I'll start taking his suggestions seriously now. Yeah, I don't know about that. So <laughs> would you buy that or like an FAE or something like that in Makers for about the same price? Oh, man, I love Makers. Um, it depends on the situation. So this is one of those like, okay, so good question. Went to the wife's work party the other day and needed to impress, but I didn't want to be a snob. So what's that bottle that you take for a $30 elephant gift? I don't I don't even remember what I took. What did I take? Uh, <laughs> damn it. Sazerac's oh, always a good bottle. You may one. call me a sellout. I took Bullet. You put, uh, But took you took bullet. the barrel strength, didn't you? No, I kept that one. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I took the Bullet. And didn't want to impress that much. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to, you know. That's a crowd pleaser, though. Ah, right. This is one that I think that you can take and people will be like, oh, that's fancy. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's talking about when I really don't. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, over a Maker's Mark product. Not any Maker's Mark. Like a, like an FAE, like a once a year. I, I call them the that's FAEs. Like that's a price serious. difference, though. It's not really. They're like 40 bucks, maybe 45 Oh, was that thirty dollars? I'm sorry, I, I a, lost he's track. He said thirty six, forty bucks. It was, it was like thirty six dollars. Forty bucks. For myself, I'm gonna go with makers for 
Sharon was the crew. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll buy Redwood Empire again. It, it wasn't bad. Fair enough, right. fair enough. I want to hear about Jake's because I love this bottle. Yeah, so I'm drinking the Still Austin cast drink. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's got a pretty nice color on it. Um, that's a, that's a cool distillery pretty, tour. Like, yeah, I, I want to get out there. Um, the bottle's nice and pretty, too. Yeah. So the funny, uh, one thing with Still Austin, too, before Jake gets too deep, a year ago they weren't even selling in Illinois. And about really eight right. months ago we started getting it in Illinois. Because Matthew McConaughey, yeah, I, I ordered this on online, so I cheated. Nice. <laughs> so, the first, not to take steal your thunder, but like when they first came out with that bottle, I like entered one of their like special raffles or whatever to get an allocation for it, and I got it, and I got to go up there on. But it released on Mother's Day weekend, so I had to take my wife up there. <laughs> like, hey, babe, we're gonna go do this cool distillery thing, and like they have live music and stuff, and yeah. So to go up there and get my bottle is pretty <laughs> badass, though. Um, and now you know it's what is like forty five bucks where you are. Um, I can't remember. I bought it a while ago. I this is actually the first time I opened it. Oh shit! Um, all right. Well, I want to hear all about it. I'm really enjoying it. I was um, gonna say like, you gotta give us your thoughts. Yeah, 114 proof. Pretty like desserty. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting a lot of like lots of like vanilla and like caramel and like that kind of mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Would you say it's like a Mexican vanilla? Roberto's not here, so we can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Steven, not, like, Steven, like, a few weeks ago, he sent me a meme, and it was, like, when people ask me about my race, and it's, like, Mexican vanilla ice cream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I am. But yeah, it, the nose is pretty nice. Um, and the palate's uh, pretty excellent, too. Um, it's got a nice, nice, pretty fairly long finish. Um I think it's 118 proof. Yeah, which is a nice, nice uh, proof point. Um, it drinks like it's much less. Um, yeah, like it's a dangerous one. Does it make you want to grow your hair out and start walking around barefoot or anything? Since it's from I don't think you want to walk around barefoot in South Austin. No, it make me do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Iowata maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would me and Aaron Rodgers go to Mexico to do ayahuasca? <laughs> oh, that'd, be a, that'd be a dream. He does that in Peru, I believe, actually. So, oh, okay. but you can't. I, I you can't get to Peru right now. No, is it Peru or Chile? One of I think Peru has got the big civil unrest where you can't even go to the Inca Trail or Machu Picchu. Yeah, I don't anymore. think it's Chile. I think it's oh. Peru. Sounds right. Sounds like you yeah. need to be on two dads no clue. There you go. <laughs> yeah, give us a rundown of because my because my history is so good. Well, I mean, well, oh, tell yeah. us about all the countries you can't visit. <laughs> Yeah, current yeah. current geopolitical uh, yeah. unrest. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of this bottle. Um, I'm glad I got it. Um, it's one of my I favorites. Good good things about Still Austin, um, and now I can confirm it. So yeah. there's a there's another good um, whisk. Well, there's a few good whiskeys out of Austin, but one of the other ones which I'm kind of partial to. It's called Armadillo. Um, I'm partial to it because my bar is called the Armadillo. But they have a weeded, and they have a so they have a normal bourbon, they have a weeded, and then they have a barrel-proof bourbon or cast-strength bourbon, um, and they're both pretty good. It's a cast-strength weeded though, so it's a little bit different. Um, but if you ever see it, it's worth it's worth a pickup. It's only like twenty eight, thirty five bucks around there. And they released a rye also, correct? I'm I can neither confirm nor deny that, but I don't know. Good, good input. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I do, man. That's what I do. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think we should wrap up. Uh, do you guys want to give your promo one more time? Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you're looking for a uh, podcast that represents you, um, you're not a whiskey expert, you like drinking whiskey, tequila, coffee, water, I don't know, something like that. A liquid of... Athletic some- wine. There you go. Athletic or wine. lemon lime Gatorade. Um, uh, Joe Rogan sponsored energy drinks. Uh, <laughs> Jake Paul hydration water. You know anything? Anything that gets your ticker going. Um, yeah. So we're uh, Stephen and I. We are uh, two dads, no clue. We're a podcast about drinking, thinking, fatherhood. Uh, give you perspective on various historical events, as well as just you know how does that apply to our everyday's our everyday days as being dads and uh you know just kind of make it a relatable conversation so uh steven's starting to put some content out about like you know sunday coffee time or uh 
you know, Saturday yeah, drink day, thing. something like that. Yeah, that's another mm. thing that my wife said. Stop sounding like an asshole too. So okay. uh, pl- listen to episode <laughs> two, uh, the the new and improved. Yeah, but you can uh, you can catch yeah. us on Instagram at uh, it's at uh, number two dads no clue all one word. So um, yeah, give us a follow. Um, super excited to be part of this uh, crossover episode. Look forward to many more. Is when's your uh, release date? Uh, yes, we'll probably be dropping um, sometime this week. So let's just say like two, uh, two, three, two, four um, nice. as our first episode, and then we're looking to do at least a, a monthly release. But uh, you know, as cool topics pop up, or Stephen gets the itch to talk about, you know, the annexation of uh, Puerto Rico or something like that, we'll figure it out. Or how they're not allowing people in Chile. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do we got to do? And once we get our routine down, we'll yeah. have the Bourbon Matters crew on there. There you go. Exactly. And nice. question, chili with beans or without beans? Ooh. Depends, depends. on the mood. Yeah. I, I, I actually prefer without. Depends right. on the mood. No, okay, sky, no sky, gonna Skyline it. chili kind of situation? No, fuck Skyline chili. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, no friends, no uh, no it, listeners in Ohio either, huh? No, <laughs> we don't want them. Yeah, we'll take you. Trust we'll me. Take trust you. me. The last <laughs> the last five years, I've spent over forty weeks in Ohio. I could go without Ohio listeners. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, hey, to be clear, two, two dads no clue. We'll take your Ohio listeners. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat Skyline chili right on the show if you want me to. <laughs> That's that's like only Cincinnati though. Like no one else in Ohio serves it besides just Cincinnati. But, so but, it's a very small demo. I mean, isn't Cincinnati all of Ohio? Like, does any anybody no. live anywhere else? Like, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. But what's the, the best thing? Play hello. What's the best thing about Cincinnati? It's not the best thing about Cincinnati. Joe yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I will say the food in Cleveland is excellent, but. Um, <laughs> All right, so Dan, I got, hold on, I got I got a quick story about Skyline Chili. Okay. So, <laughs> in uh, I think in between uh, like uh, junior and senior year of college, me and my buddy went on a road trip uh, and went to a bunch of baseball games down south. Um, and Just call Ohio back, uh, South. No, we went all the way down. Like we went to uh, St. Louis and. Um, Oh, that's so far south. That's well, so far south. I thought we were getting to like Kansas City, St. Louis, uh, <laughs> Dallas. So you went still north of the Mason Dixon line. So. <laughs> no, we went to we went to New Orleans. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, um, okay, okay. Memphis, Nashville. And then coming up, we uh, we saw baseball games at all the places that have baseball teams. Um, and then uh, coming back up, we went to Cincinnati to see the Cubs Reds. Um, which was an awesome game because Anthony Rizzo hitting in the park home run. It was awesome to be like the only Cubs fan there and be like, oh, geez. yelling. <laughs> but, uh, so we're we're there and uh, my friend's roommate was from Cincinnati and he was like, you have to get Skyline Dogs. So we we're like, okay. I mean, I each took a bite and we we're like, this is absolute horseshit. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't believe is. anyone thinks this is good. <laughs> He may as well have called you and said, you have to shit your pants today. Yeah. It's going to happen. I was like, "This like we're from Chicago, so like we have real hot dogs. We've had this talk. <laughs> like, yeah. This, this is not a hot dog. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. So you're, you're, a no, you're a no beans guy. Dan, did you, did you say no beans or with beans? Dep- like most times if I'm making chili, it kind of depends on what type of chili I'm going for. It's, it's half and half, I'd say. Um, especially, it's definitely no beans if you're going for a chili dog. If you're going chili dog, you can't have beans in it. Um, Give me a non-committal answer, but okay. Well, so like, if I do venison chili, I'm going to have beans in it. A lot of meat chilies, I don't, unless it's got some other crazy additive I'm going for. Like, sometimes, don't don't yell at me, sometimes I do the pasta chili. Just said you did Skyline chili, got it, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I said, we put chili on our Fritos here in this state. Yeah, so. but if you're making like a bowl of chili on a cold day, and that's what you're eating, not with Fritos, like on a bed of rice or something classic, with or without. You just said bowl of chili, and then you said on a bed of rice. Well, I mean, that's well, like so, that's a yes. Louisiana way to do it, but all right. Last uh, year, we did a chili cook-off one day when we were recording, because I think we were recording like three episodes in one sitting. <laughs> so, nice. uh, sure, the third one was great. All, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
all, all three of us made a different type of chili. And uh, Dan made a bourbon maple chili that was oh. absolutely fantastic. Oh, bacon bits in there? Um, that one had some beans in it, right. I'm pretty sure. That one did have beans in it, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, beans, I'm a beans chili guy. To only give the only committal answer here. Uh. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it's best to live in the gray. Why do you got to be so black and white, Cole? Fifty Shades of Gray, Dan. Fifty Shades of Gray, Dan. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Jake. All Didn't right, mean to steal uh, that from you. <laughs> I just had to ask. No, it's all right. Am I stuck doing the promo for us? Well, I, I can say that our website will start to get updated in a couple of weeks. I'll get that back up cool. and going. Uh, nice. I know, I know everyone's waiting on the edge of their seat for that to happen, but I'll take care of that. Uh, I'll take Roberto's job, Instagram at bourbon matters, uh, Facebook at bourbon matters. And those are our socials where are we, we're getting cl- We're closing in on a thousand, aren't we followers on Insta? Yes. We Just are. over a year. And we're getting over a thousand close um, to. Yeah. I think at last I saw we were at, uh, we're four away from nine fifty. So yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. We're closing in on it. We've. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll be doing some more stuff there, but uh, that's us. Jake, where can people listen to us at? Uh, if any of those lazy people on Instagram wanted to listen to the show, they could uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Amazon, uh, Audible, um, basically anywhere you want to listen to podcasts, and you can watch the podcast on YouTube. Uh, just search for Bourbon Matters. Sweet. Awesome. Two Dads No Clue, a.k.a. the for- artist formerly known as Fourth Dram and Gold. Thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs> hey, happy to be here, man. Thank you. No problem. Always a good time. Hey, good seeing you guys. For show. Uh-huh. Give a half-assed cheers here. There you go. <laughs> what for the gipper? <laughs>